Hello, ladies, and welcome to my podcast, Living a Sustainable Faith with Krista. It's Talkable Tuesday, and this is where you will hear short, encouraging talks from the Word, and then you'll have a hand-lettered printable made by myself attached for you to be able to print off and continue to be encouraged by God's Word throughout the week. It's my desire to encourage you to be in God's Word, because when you are in His Word, you will grow in your faith, and your life will be full. Let's go ahead and get started. You and your soul are going to love it. This month, we're going to be talking about direction and looking into God's Word to discover what He has to say in regards to direction. Last week, as I introduced the topic of direction on my blog, I asked three questions. The first one I asked, where are you looking? Two, in what direction are you looking? And three, where do you go to get directions? Today, I would like to look at and answer the the question, where are you looking? Last month, the month of March, we looked at who you were. We looked at your identity, our identity in Christ. And I wanted to actually... I don't know if you'll remember, but I talked about, I wanted to talk about direction, but it just didn't seem to come together. And then as March was ending and April was approaching, direction, that word kind of kept coming into my mind again. And as I started kind of thinking about it and I was looking into God's word, it just came together. And you know what? What perfect timing to be able to talk about direction. And why is that? Because we just got through celebrating Easter. And Easter is where we can take time to be able to remember what Jesus did for us. And he died on the cross for us. And then we celebrate on Easter morning that he rose again. And you know what? As I was thinking about Easter and I was just kind of taking some moments to just really ponder what Jesus did for me, what he did for you, what he did for humanity. And you know what? Jesus knew the direction he was supposed to go. Jesus kind of knew throughout his whole life where he was supposed to go. He knew his direction. The Lord, his father, had given him direction. And he followed that all the way to the cross because he knew that's where he was supposed to go. I'd like to read um, from Matthew 16, 21 through 23. And this is what this little, these verses say. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law and that he must be killed, and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. We just read 
that Peter was not willing to hear what Jesus was telling him about having to go to the cross and having to go to Jerusalem. And Jesus had to tell Peter to get behind him. And I, and I believe he did this so that he could keep his course. He needed to keep his eyes and his, um, actually even his feet going into the direction of Jerusalem and ultimately to the cross. Jesus knew the direction he had to go, and he knew that in order for him to be our Savior, he had to go in the direction of the cross. And what perfect timing to be able to be to be talking about direction, because Jesus is a perfect example of what we all need to do. We need to go in the direction that the Lord is telling us. And we read in Hebrews 12, 1 through 2, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, the first part of this verse states, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and sin that so easily entangles. And if you'll remember, if we go a chapter before in Hebrews chapter 11, we read about all those who have gone before us who were faithful. We kind of call that chapter the hall of faith. We talk about, and these witnesses that this verse, Hebrews 12, 1 is talking about, the witnesses are those who have gone before us who are faithful. We read about Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, his wife, Sarah, Moses, Isaac, and Jacob. We read about all these individuals so that we can be encouraged to not let sin entangle us. And these individuals did not let sin entangle them. Were they sinless? No, but they sought forgiveness and were able to be used by the Lord to encourage us. And we also just read in Matthew that Jesus himself did not let sin entangle him. He told Peter to get behind him so that he could keep his eyes and the direction of his life to the cross. And Jesus could see beyond his present circumstance and see what was going to be accomplished because of his suffering and ultimate death on the cross. He knew the direction of his life. As we continue to read in chapter 12, it says, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. So as we go throughout our lives, where should our eyes be focused? Yes, they should be focused on Jesus. Why? Because he's the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus could see beyond the cross. He could see what was going to happen to all of us as a result of his sacrifice on the cross. He also could see that it would not keep him in the grave, but that he would come back to life and he would be able to sit at the right hand of the throne of God. Ladies, let me ask you this question one more time. Where are you looking? Are you looking to places that will lead you in the direction of heaven? This week, I want to encourage you to look in the direction of Jesus, to fix your eyes on him. Why? 
because without Jesus and his sacrifice, we would not have salvation from our sinful ways and we would not have life eternal with him in heaven. Also, you want to fix your eyes on Jesus so you can run your race that is marked out for you. Or you could say, live the life that is marked out for you. With Jesus, you can persevere because Jesus persevered all the way to the cross. What an awesome example. And we just celebrated that on Easter. He is now at your side, encouraging you to do the same until you are home with him in heaven. We as believers in Jesus are to be headed in the direction of heaven. And we do this by fixing our eyes on Jesus. He saves us. He encourages us to run this race of life with perseverance. And we can cast off sin that entangles us just as he did with Peter. And just as we are able to read in Hebrews chapter 11 about all of those who have gone before us who were faithful, they would ask for forgiveness. They would cast off the sin and run their race. They would keep their eyes and their lives in the direction of heaven. What an awesome thing to think about and how awesome a thing that God did for us through his son, Jesus. Ladies, again, where are you looking? Look to Jesus. I have a printable for you that I've hand-lettered. It's all ready for you to print off and be reminded to continue to fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. I also want to just um, encourage you, if you want to be notified when new podcasts, posts, and printables are ready, I would love to send you an email and let you know. All you have to do is click the link in this post or in my podcast notes and sign up. And I would love to send you encouragement each week. Ladies, may you have a wonderful week. And remember, the best way to sustain your faith is to be in prayer, be in God's word, and be in relationships with other fellow Christians who can encourage you. And keep your eyes on Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm Krista with Living a Sustainable Faith. 